I'll be honest and tell you that um, our readings today leave me as a preacher a little underwhelmed. So I was thrilled to have an opportunity to celebrate and give thanks for our graduating seniors today. It is a great homiletic left turn, if you will. I have my own daughter who's graduating from high school this year, and I can tell you that our least favorite question is this one. So, what happens next? <laughs> and even though we might or might not have an answer, there is still so much that's unknown. Personally, I knew at this point in my life, the high school graduation place was just a point on a long journey that seemed full of questions and all kinds of outcomes. And of course, the people who were asking that question were only somewhat concerned about my answer. Our curiosity about one another's lives and future is a desire for connection. We wonder how our lives will intersect with one another. How are our lives, or how can they be, woven together? One reason I love the Bible, and there are many, but one in particular is the way that the biblical story weaves us all together. We can, after studying Scripture, imagine how our lives are connected back in time and across history with all the people of God. Mary and Joseph are linked to David and Ruth. And Ruth, initially an outsider, is an essential participant in the life of Israel, linking her to Rahab and Joshua and Moses. And then, of course, Moses brings us to the Torah and Abraham and Sarah and even Noah, Adam, and Eve. Together, these are the people of biblical history and God's redeeming work. They are our ancestors, and we are the inheritors of their stories. And one thread in these stories is the question, what next? Moses leads the people out of Egypt into the desert, and the people say, what next, Moses? There's a great famine in the land, and Elijah defeats the prophets of foreign gods. What next? In this context, the question is a question of discernment, vocation, listening for and responding to God's ongoing work in our lives. Listening to the biblical narrative, we find that God leads people in all kinds of ways. Sometimes we hear God's voice clearly, albeit maybe in a burning bush. Sometimes God is very silent. Elijah discovers what's next when he stands in silence on the mountain. Sometimes it is our dreams that invite us into God's imagination, like Jacob and the ladder of angels. And still other times, God shows up in other people 
like when Joseph meets his brothers in Egypt and only then begins to understand the full scope of his life in God's activity in the world. And as I was preparing the sermon, it occurred to me that all those stories are stories of men. And yet we know that God spoke to the women. Hagar, Rebecca, Ruth, Mary. When we attend to all these stories, we discover that one purpose of Scripture is to teach us how to witness God's activity all around us. Enter Jesus. And the Gospels are so very clear. Jesus is, is God's activity in the world. His life, his ways show us how to encounter God at all times and in all places. In each Gospel, we find Jesus praying and teaching us to pray. In each gospel, Jesus prepares us to receive the Holy Spirit, our advocate, the one who binds Jesus to God and us to one another. And then in each gospel, after Jesus' death and resurrection, stands those earliest followers of the way. They wonder, what next? How do we follow Christ when Christ is with us in a new way? The good news for us is there's still more to the story. We have the early writings of the earliest church to give us some answers. Paul's letters revealing to us the struggles and generosity of the early Christian communities. Acts of the Apostles rooting these stories in history. And the book of Revelation, in all of its mystery and apocalypticism, imposing a dream of God's justice onto the fall of the empire. If we attend to these stories, they will offer us comfort and wisdom for the future. They will connect us to a larger past, offering experience and testimony for Christian community. How do the earliest followers of Christ find their way? Well, they pray and they fast. They listen to their dreams and share their lives with those they meet. They depend on God to provide for them. They believe wholeheartedly and with every part of themselves in Jesus, that he had gone ahead of them, prepared a way for them, and that the kingdom of God was very near to them, that if they followed him, they would come very close to God. So today we celebrate our seniors, those students in our lives who mark the end of an educational journey. In particular, we're celebrating our high school seniors. Now, there's nothing quite like the experience of graduating from high school. Twelve years of structured schooling, ranging from learning the alphabet to addition and subtraction, to all of a sudden letters of the alphabet are important in your understanding of addition and subtraction. 
way out of my scope. As they walk across the stage and receive that diploma, they mark these years of perseverance and courage. This is especially true of those students who march towards the completion, the diploma during challenging times, desegregation of schools, war, major pandemics. This year, the privilege of a diploma is a mark of resilience during especially challenging times. Now, recently I had the opportunity to sit down with some of our seniors. And of course, we talked about what was next. More importantly, I wanted to know from them where they had found wisdom. Without a doubt, it was family. They knew they could count on their families for encouragement and support. And they knew with confidence that their families could handle whatever might come their way. They spoke to me of being witnesses of generational strength that faithfully endured all kinds of challenges. And so then I asked them about the cathedral. What did they think of the cathedral? They used the word home. Home. I said, say more about that. What do you mean when you say home? And we began to have this lovely conversation about home being a place where you know you belong, even as it changes. We all have some experience of leaving home and coming back, and it is both the same but different. Home is a place where you know you belong, even in the midst of change. Now, This is what dreams are made of, at least for me. Sending out our seniors from a church that they call home, yes please, a place where they know they will always belong. In a few weeks, we will celebrate Pentecost when the disciples receive the gift of the Spirit. This Spirit empowers the apostles to preach the gospel of Christ. And from this moment, they are literally propelled into community and history. Following Jesus, they bring all kinds of people together, creating what we know as the church. They accomplish these things because they trust that God has gone ahead of them. They're witnesses of God's work in their midst, and they trust God's presence in the future. Their prayers, their dreams, and the miracles they witness assure them that God is with them. The story of God's redeeming work in the world continues with us. We receive the same gift of the Spirit given at Pentecost. And as disciples, we are empowered, propelled outwards to follow Christ into our future. We are witnesses of God's work in our midst, the offering of holy spaces and people that we call home, where we are always safe and welcome. We know that God has gone ahead of us 
because we know that God has always been with us. We are inheritors of that biblical story, and the story continues with us. So what happens next? I get asked this question about the cathedral all the time. What next? We wonder about the future. When will the pandemic truly be over? When, Lord, when? What will church be like in the next few years? How will we use our cathedral space to grow as a home, a house of prayer for all people? Let us, all of us, put our faith in what we know is true. God is with us. Let us invite God into our wonderings and curiosity, praying and fasting with one another, worshiping and building community. And let us be encouraged and bold, for God is going ahead of us, has gone ahead of us, and we have all we need to become the people God made us to be.